0: My sister Lorraine and I are one year apart, but we grew up like twins. She was my best friend, my confidant, and my cheerleader. We lived with our dad since our parents divorced 10 years ago. At home, we shared a room and we did almost everything together. While most of my friends were totally annoyed by their younger siblings, I wasn't. She was a total joy. When it was time for me to go to college, we cried and cried. How would we live apart from each other? Before I continue, please like and subscribe to this channel if you never want to live apart from other people you love most. I attended one of the best colleges in the country, and I was a straight-A student. College life was thrilling. The books and lectures were my favorite parts, though. I wasn't into all the drinking and partying. I'd go to coffee shops and book club meetings instead. I'd usually rush back to my dorm to FaceTime Lorraine. She still had one more year of high school before she could finally join me. We couldn't wait. One night she called me and she sounded very confused. Lisa, haven't you ever found it strange that mom and dad don't seem to hate each other, yet they've been divorced all this time? She asked. What made you think about this all of a sudden? I replied. Well, I remember us all being a big happy family and then suddenly it all came to an end and they separated with no warning. Just like that, haven't you ever found it strange that there were no signs or anything? They broke up so suddenly, she said, and went quiet for a while. Do you think we could get them to fall in love again? She continued. No, Lorraine, I think it's a very bad idea. Please think about something else. We're happy with Dad and we see Mom often enough. I don't think they should get back together, I replied. But they've never even dated anyone after they broke up. Dad never had a girlfriend. Mom never had a boyfriend. How come they're divorced, but they still refuse to move on, she whined. I don't know, but I don't think we should interfere, I replied. The truth was I had been hiding a deep." dark secret from her since we were children. It was the only thing I ever kept from her. And I knew that if she meddled in our parents' relationship now, that it would result in a complete disaster. I tried to change the topic to make her think about something else. The Christmas vacation was coming soon, so we began thinking of all the cool stuff we do when I came back home. When I finally returned for the holidays, my dad picked me up from the airport. My mom and sister were waiting for me at home. They threw me a small welcome back celebration, and everyone was so cheerful. My mom and dad even danced together. It was really hard to tell that my parents were a divorced couple. It was all a bit weird, but I was happy. My sister and I enjoyed ourselves to the fullest. We hung out at the malls, did our nails, visited museums, and drank lots of pumpkin spice lattes. We even let our friends set us up on double-blind dates just for the fun of it. After we'd eaten, we'd pretend to go to the bathroom and just disappear, leaving the guys in despair, waiting for us to come back. On Christmas Eve, my parents decided to take us out to dinner in a fancy Italian restaurant. This was actually a family tradition. We'd go out, eat until we had no more space in our stomachs, and then return home to open presents. We'd always do this together, regardless of the fact that our parents were divorced. Lorraine and I wore matching dresses. Our mom and dad also looked fabulous. When we arrived at the restaurant, we were taken to our seats, and my dad got started on his Christmas Eve dad jokes. He really thought he was funny. But then again, all dads do. Hey, ladies, listen to this cool joke I found on the Internet. What's an astronaut's favorite part of the computer? He said. I don't know, Dad. Please enlighten us, Lorraine replied while rolling her eyes. The space bar, he chuckled. I nearly (laughs) fell off my chair because I thought that one was really funny. So what shall we eat tonight? I'd tell you another joke about pizza, but it would be too cheesy. (laughs) Hey, Lisa, you're old enough to drink alcohol now, aren't you? Do you want some champagne? My father joked. Sure, but the rain can't have any, I laughed. So tell us more about life at college, my mom interrupted. Well, it's a pretty amazing experience. I'm meeting lots of interesting people and learning many things. The only sad part is that Lorraine isn't there, I replied. Well, if she studies hard enough, she'll be able to join you soon, she said. Everyone was in such a jolly mood that night. So I suppose this is why Lorraine decided that it was the best time to ruin it all. Mom? Dad? Why did you get a divorce? she asked suddenly. Immediately, I had a flashback to ten years ago. I was upstairs playing with my dollhouse when Lorraine was at a piano lesson. I heard a noise outside, so I looked through my window and saw the mailman leaving. I loved getting mail. Collecting and organizing the letters at home was my favorite chore. I quickly ran to the mailbox and collected the letters. When I got inside, I sorted through them. Most of them were bills and spam, but one caught my eye straight away. It was a black envelope with no address and no name. As I was naturally inquisitive, I opened it and read. Dear Mrs. Miller, This letter concerns Experiment 882B, also known as Lorraine Miller. We would like you to come to our laboratory as soon as possible, as we would like to conduct some more tests on the subject. Please remember that you have signed a legally binding contract, and that violation of this contract will result in numerous negative repercussions. I was confused because some of these words were too big for me to understand at that age. I just knew that it concerned my sister, "'an experiment, and a laboratory.' "'As I sat there in confusion, my mother walked through the door. "'What's wrong, sweetie?' she said. "'I just read a strange letter about you and the rain. "'Can you explain it to me?' I asked. "'She glanced at the envelopes, and when she spotted the black one, she gasped. "'That is odd. They don't normally send letters through regular mail. "'Let me see that,' she said. "'Who? Who are you talking about, Mom?' "'I was even more confused.' I guess I'll have to tell you everything, she sighed. Lorraine is your half-sister. What I mean is that you don't have the same father, she continued. I gasped. What? Yes, but that's only a little part of the problem. When you were born, your dad and I weren't in a good place. What I mean is that we didn't have much money. Some days we had nothing to eat. It was hard for him to find a job, and he had just left college, and well, you know, I dropped out of high school. We just had you, and we wanted to give you the best life possible, but it was almost impossible. One day, as I sat crying in the train station with you wrapped in an old blanket, I was approached by a scientist. He asked me if I would be interested in carrying an experimental baby. I would be paid millions for this experiment, but I'd have to do as they said, even if it meant conducting tests on the baby after she was born she explained. "Is the rain an experiment?" I asked, shocked. "Yes. I went to the laboratory that same day. I received $500,000 as a down payment. I became pregnant later and had the baby. Every few months I'd continue to receive checks in the mail. Your father was often curious where we got all the money, but I'd just tell him I was promoted or that I won some of it. He was never a man to ask too many questions," she said. "You can't be serious." shouted my dad. He had been standing behind us that whole time and heard everything. "'Lorraine isn't my daughter. She's eight years old. How could you have kept such a secret from me for eight whole years?' he said angrily. "'Honey, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for you to hear that. This experiment pays the bills and helps us to live comfortably. I think that you should thank me. It's not like I cheated on you or anything.' "'Can't we just forget that you heard about this? I don't want Lorraine to know either.' My mom pleaded. No, I'm leaving you. I'm filing for a divorce as soon as I can. There is no way I can be with a person who has been so dishonest with me. You're supposed to be my wife, my best friend, my dad said, wiping the tears from his face as he left the room. As a nine-year-old, this entire revelation was devastating. My mom asked me to keep this all a secret. She said she'd deposit a few thousand dollars into my account every day from then, and this would ensure that I'd be comfortable for the rest of my life. All she wanted in return was for me to never tell Lorraine the truth. Although I was young, I was mature enough to understand money. I also believed that my sister would be heartbroken if she knew the truth. So I kept this all to myself. However, all the truth was about to be revealed at our Christmas Eve dinner. Apparently, my dad couldn't hold in the secret any longer. The whole mood of the table turned into a serious one. Lorraine, I'm not your real father. Your mother kept the secret from me for eight years. This is why I chose to divorce her. She is dishonest, he said. What do you mean? Did mom cheat? She asked while looking extremely baffled. My mom then told her the truth from the beginning to end. There weren't enough napkins to wipe away all of Lorraine's tears. But wait, there's more, my mom said. What? We all said at the same time. When Lorraine turns 18, I have to turn her into the lab. Even if she tries to run away, they will find her. I've tried to avoid them before, but I realized that they are some very dangerous people. According to the contract I signed, Lorraine isn't mine. She doesn't even belong to herself. I suppose you can say she belongs to science. She said emotionlessly, almost as if she didn't care. Why did you keep this part from me, I asked. Wait, you knew about all of this, and Dad too, said Lorraine. I kept it all a secret to protect you, I said. Aren't you going to tell her that I also paid you tons of money to be quiet, my mom added angrily. You were paid to lie to me, screamed Lorraine. Suddenly, she got off her chair and ran outside. I ran after her, filled with guilt, shame, and remorse. I grabbed onto her arm just before she ran into the traffic. ''Lorraine, please stop. I'm sorry,'' I pleaded. ''Please just let me go,'' she replied. ''Listen to me. I'm so sorry. I am sorry for everything. You mean more to me than anyone else in the world. I promise you that we will get through this together, you and I. We can run away together, and they'll never find us.'' I have enough money in the bank because of mom. It's more than enough to take care of us. Please let me make it up to you, I said. I managed to persuade Lorraine to stay with me. We went on the run that very night without saying anything to our parents. I had to drop out of college and change every plan that I had for my life. Every few weeks, we'd have to change names, countries, and appearances. This is certainly not the life I imagined for myself, but I have to make it up to my sister.